Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. And welcome to Habs Unfiltered, Western Conference Playoff Preview Edition. I'm your host, Blaine Putvey, and I'm joined now by my co-host, Matt Smith. Good evening. It is so nice to have you back, Matt. We have missed you so much over here. Um, it's been, I don't know how long since we've last spoken. It's been a little while. Yeah. It's been a little while. We gotta, you know, gotta, gotta do, as one of the guys says at work, everything for the elephant. And that's a homage to... Our squadron mascot, which is an elephant. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been doing lately. Everything for the element. Mm. Yeah. Well, the government work will kill you someday. Yeah. One day. Someday. Uh, but before it happens, we are going to talk about the Western Conference. And we may as well just dive right into these matchups. Absolutely. We'll start, we'll start in the central. With the first matchup, the Vegas Golden Knights and the Winnipeg Jets. And I mean, this should be a fun series. It will be. Uh, there's some really big names out there. Uh, shockingly, and I, I know this is going to be a surprise to most people, but Mark Stone is back just in time for the playoffs. Surprise, surprise. When, when the cap doesn't count. So why don't I, uh, I'll give it to you. What, what is your thoughts on this series? I think it's one of those ones that can go either way. However, I do see uh, the golden Knights. Um, they're just a better team. They're just a better team. Um, I think their defense is going to kind of be able to play that physical style um, as their forwards are as well. Guys like Colasar, guys like William Carrier, uh, those kind of guys. And then you've got Jack Eichel as well, who is going to – he wants he wants to take his career to the next level. He's been that kind of second-place guy for for a while. Um, and this is really – I knew, yes, he's not the captain, but this is his team. They they went out. They, they, they traded a lot to get him. The guy is a – he's got a big contract. He's going to want to perform. Um, I, I, it's just getting stone back. And if he can play to his potential, um, arguably, you know, a, a one of the, the top defensive, let's say defensive wingers in the league. So if he comes back and he can do anything that he did before, it should be a, it should be a, one of those six game series, in my opinion, for Vegas. Um, they went out, they, they addressed their goaltending. However, I don't know how their goaltending is going to look. If Quick's going to go as a 37-year-old starter or if we're going to see Boissois, is Logan Thompson going to be healthy? Who knows? Um, Goaltending is going to come down to a, a big thing. When you look at Winnipeg, you got Connor Hellebuck, arguably one of the best goaltenders in the league, arguably one of the best, at least in the West. Um, And then it's kind of, you look up and down their lineup, you got Kyle Connor, put the puck in the net, Asking Shifley, 
future Montreal Canadian Pierre Luc Dubois also also plays for that team, and Josh Morrissey had a career season. So either way, whoever comes out of this series is going to be banged up because both these teams like to hit, they like to play that physical style. I think it's going to be an exciting one either way, but I'm going to say Vegas and six. Um, I'm going to agree with you that Vegas is going to take this series. It might go to seven, but I think six is the more likely outcome. Um, the quick has the experience in the playoffs. He's got two Stanley cup rings. He, you know, he has led a team that should not have won an eighth seed to a Stanley cup final and win. Um, and you've got Vegas who have been spending like drunken sailors yes. to get as much as they can. And they have a team that should, should make the cup final. Uh, there is no Montreal Canadians to stop them this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but with Winnipeg, I mean, as, as strong as Vegas's defensive grouping has been, Winnipeg's doesn't get enough a credit. Uh, Morrissey has led the way on that blue line. Uh, he might even get a couple of uh, uh, Norris votes. That's how well he has done. But in reality, I don't think that blue line with Morrissey and the five others, because let's be honest, there's no real star power on that blue line. The reason it's done so well is their goaltending in right. Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. I think he has carried that team. If they don't get if they don't get timely scoring from Shifley, who as long as he doesn't get himself suspended in the first game, great. Um Dubois has to show up and want to play. That is a question mark. Does he really want to play? Does he really want to be there? I hope to God he does. I hope he has a great series. I want to see him really play the game that he can going to the net using that really large frame to punish the Knights. But the biggest, the biggest piece is not Nikolai Ehlers or the newly acquired Nita Ryder. It is Kyle Connor. Can Kyle Connor score at the pace he is accustomed to scoring in the regular season? If he can, they might be able to pull off the upset with Connor Hellebuck shutting the door. But I don't have that kind of I I I don't see it. I think I don't think it's enough. I don't think it's enough. I don't think no. It's I don't know. So I'm going to agree with you on six games on that one. Um, moving on from there is the next series, the big series, the returnee of the uh, the Cup champion, Colorado Avalanche. And the upstart, first time ever in the playoffs, Seattle Kraken. Oh, I am so happy to see Seattle make the playoffs. I love this. It's good for the league. I really do. It's, it's good for the league. And those fans in Seattle are amazing. They love their teams there. They love being the underdogs. I mean, you look at every sports team they have in Seattle. Uh, the Seahawks. The Mariners, no matter how good or bad those teams are, they are there. And they're showing that with the Kraken. So giving them this little this little treat of a playoff for a team that's played extremely well through the regular season, I love seeing this. Right. But 
you're, play, you're playing the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And as as well as good of a season you've had, you're still up against the cup champion. Yes. So if you want to break it down a little bit, one of my X factors is going to be the fact that um, Landis Cog's not going to be back. And he is a very good playoff player. Um, so hopefully he'll be back next season. He's missed the whole year with a knee injury. However, you still need to deal with two-thirds of that line in Ranton and McKinnon. Um, Ranton went on an absolute tear this year, 105 points, 55 goals. And then McKinnon, six points more than him in 11 less games, put up 111 points and 42 goals. So one of the marquee players in the league, then you've got a guy like Kel McCarr who missed time this year. However, still above a point a game. And then you've got these guys that just bring it when it comes to the playoffs. Uh, who's a fan favorite in Montreal and Arturi Lekkinen. Um, 64, 64 games. He put up 51 points. Like he has you found, forgot, he has you found for, a spot. You forgot Lekkinen, Arturi Lekkinen's real first name. Clutch. Yes. <laughs> but then you look up and down the lineup and you've got just other guys that are they're there, but people don't talk about them. Guys like JT Confer, guys like Devin Taves, guys like um, Valerie Nakushin, those kind of players. These are the guys that in the moment, these guys are in the background, but they're putting up the points. They're put, they're making the plays and they're pushing this team to the next level. I don't think, I don't think Seattle's going to uh, fare too well. Let's just say that. And I'm going to make a, five game series for the avalanche. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might go six. Um, you, you forgot what I, did you mention Lars Eller who just arrived not. in Colorado? I did, not. I did not. That, that makes a difference in the, uh, the matchups. Lars Eller is a very good third line center who yep. can match up well defensively. You put him with Arturi Lekkinen and you have yourself a shutdown pairing who can also score. That right. is that is a huge factor. Uh, defensively, Hale McCarr, if he is 100%, he is 100% taking that series. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. without without a doubt. Um, Bowen Byram is another really high-end defenseman who's health-dependent. But the team that won the Cup last year did it with Darcy Kemper, who was a sub-900 save percentage goaltender. Now they have Georgiev, whose uh, save percentage is 919. That is a full goal per game difference. Right. So they don't have to score as many as they did before. And going into the playoffs, I know Georgiev doesn't have the same. He doesn't have uh, that pedigree in the playoffs, but he's a young goalie who's very solid. The, and this is going the team, to... in, but he has the team in front of him. And he has the team in front of him. Uh, um, and to be honest, I think the one player that is not being spoken of enough on this lineup is Mikko Rantanen. I know people talk about him a lot, but he, 55 goals. Yep. 100 points, 105 points. Yep. They have the pieces. They, I th they will win this series. But Seattle's going to make it a very tough series. 
it, it, even if it's a sweep, it's going to be one goal games and there's going to be three overtimes. Like it's 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 just going to be a close series, but Colorado just has that little bit extra. They just have they have more finish. They do, and the experience and the whole thing, and they've got the star power. Whereas Seattle has a lot of second, third line type guys. Yes, and they do have some guys with experience. They do. Uh, Yanni Yanni Gord has his cup ring, so he could help them along. But the entire Colorado Avalanche, with the exception of one or two guys, maybe. Like Georgiev, I think Georgiev's the only one without a cup ring now because Aller showed up with one. Right. So I, I just, yeah, five six games. That's I think. Yeah. The, I, think I, I think I think like it's it's good for Seattle that they've taken that next step. That they made the playoffs. They've shown that they can uh, contend within the conference. They're just not there yet. No. No, no, I, and, and 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 getting a first round matchup against Colorado doesn't help. Doesn't help anyone, unless you're Colorado. Um. All right. So the final series so two more. is the two more. So it's, really, uh, Minnesota, Dallas. Oh uh, no, no. <laughs> but we'll we'll go with the Oilers and the Kings okay, first. Sure, sure. Okay. Um. So this is a repeat a rematch from last season's playoffs. Yeah. Where the Kings really gave the Oilers a hard time in that first round. And the Kings did not have a couple of their star players. Right. And they still took them to six. Yeah. This year, it's a different story. The Kings are going in healthy with a little bit more experience and they picked up a few extra pieces. Yeah. It's going to be a tough go for Edmonton. I think it will be as well. Um, another one of those teams, more of a score by committee type team. Uh, but their star player in Kopitar, he's getting he's getting older, but he can still he can still play and he can play hard. Um, I, I I think it's going to come down to those kind of players, guys like Kopitar, guys like Deneau. What can they do? to shut down the top line or the top two lines um, of the Edmonton Oilers who arguably, you know, put up insane seasons. Um, However, they're not playoff performers. They are regular season performers. They have yet to demonstrate that they can take the success. And yes, they put up big numbers when they're in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. But as a team, it doesn't matter if you score six goals if you're letting up seven. I think that either way, goaltending is going to be a question on for both for both teams. Um, Quick went and they ended up getting Corpusalo. Uh, Corpusalo has since he's uh, been there, he's got a 921 save percentage and a 2.13 goals against. He's putting up pretty good numbers. However, you look at Stuart Skinner. Stuart Skinner is he's he's got the crowd behind him. He's got his teammates support behind him. And for a young goalie to literally steal the job from Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell came in from the Leafs, good numbers, five year, five by five contract, and within a few weeks he lost the starter's job. So Stuart Skinner is gonna be a big X factor in this series, I believe. If he doesn't play to his, if he doesn't play the way that 
He's shown that he can play. And it, it, McDavid can't do it on his own. He can't. Not in the playoffs. Maybe in the first round. Maybe in the first round for a little bit. But it's not going to be sustainable, in my opinion. Um, I, I, a lot of people have Edmonton going to the cup final. Some people have them winning. This is going to be a tough series. And, and this is going to be, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with LA. I, I, I it kind of pains oh, me nah. to say it. I think it's going to kind of it pains me to say it, but I, I, I just think that, I just think LA is going to find a way. They're gonna they're and they're gonna they're gonna be that upset. I think it's gonna be the biggest upset out of the out of, out of the West. So I'm gonna oh, say, LA. yeah. So I'm going with LA in uh, six. Fair, fair. Um, I can see why you would want to go with LA. <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge Drew Doughty fan. He's my favorite player. Honest to God, favorite player. And then you've got. Kopitar, Byfield's on his line, you know, excellent young player. Dano can match up, play the shutdown role in the playoffs, no question. Taking a lot of weight off of off of Kopitar. Uh, their defense with Dowdy, they have a very strong defense. You've got Derzy and, and Gavrikov. He's under he's uh he's kind of under the radar. So they do have the pieces. They got a lot of guys who can score goals. They got Arvitz in there now. Um, I mean, they've got they've got the team that can win. In Edmonton, I find I think that they've improved over last year as well. They have. They have. Nugent Hopkins is on fire this year with over a hundred points on a line with McDavid and uh, Hyman. Those three, they're a top line. Anywhere yep. you go, yep. the and Nugent Hopkins' resurgence is really the difference here because that opens up a lot of possibilities for them because now Drysaddle does not have to be matched up with McDavid, yep. splitting up the the dynamic duo. Then you have Evander Kane, who is reborn at Edmonton. He's still a douchebag, but oh, yeah. he's he's playing much better hockey. Yeah. Um, him but, and Drysaddle together—that's a lot of. That's some heavyweight power coming yeah, at you. But this is also another team. They're a fast team, so they draw a lot of penalties. But yes, again, it's the playoffs. You're not going to get as many opportunities, no. and their weapon on the power play, Leon Drysdale, fantastic player, big fan of his. Out of the 52 goals he scored this year, 32 were on the power play. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be their offense is not going to be what carries them through. And and looking at their defense, you think, ah, oh, they're kind of soft. They don't have the experience. Um, Nurse doesn't have the offensive. You know, like Nurse doesn't have a lot of offense, but he's a strong physical player. Yeah. He has some defensive lapses. But the pickup of Matthias Eckholm at the deadline. That's been big. That's been big. And he and he huge. has played up to like. Nashville was trying to get rid of him and their fans were trying to get rid of him. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden he comes over and um, he is playing, he's playing to his potential big time. And the guys that they picked up or the guys that they've called up have played well. Guys like Ekholm, Nick Bukestad has has provided good fourth line coverage for them. And then um, 
even a, even a call up in um, Vincent D- Darnay, who's a, kind of a, a physical, lengthy, rangy defenseman. Uh, they're guys that uh, they're guys that are, are putting numbers up, and you've got some guys that uh, are trying to take that next step. And it's it's going to be a major disappointment if you put up you got a guy that put up 153 points this year, and they don't make it to at least the final. Yeah, there. Well, don't they have three guys? Three guys at 100 points. Three, three. Yeah, yeah. three guys over 100 points, but one at 153, one at 128. That's pretty insane. Yeah, especially in it's what been 30 some odd years since something like that's happened. Been a while. It's been a while. Um, I wanted. You know what? I want. I want to cheer for Edmonton. It's just. They're another one of those yeah. teams. They're another one of those teams that that yeah they can get past the first round, good on them, but they all they also fizzle out. It's their bottom six in their right. forward group. I mean, defensively, their bottom six is is good, but there's not a lot of offense there. They can they can play matchup with the other bottom sixes, but. LA's bottom six has more offensive potential, and that's yeah. going to be the, the the key difference, I think, in this series. Yeah. Yeah. But I still I I want to say Edmonton, I really do, but I'm going to side with you on the Kings, and I think it's going to be a six game series. Finishing up with Dallas, yeah. Minnesota. I don't know, man. Dallas, this, uh, the series was uh, 2-0-2 for Dallas. Yeah, but I mean, how can we say anything bad or go against friend of the show, GM of the Minnesota <laughs> Wild? He's who's been on this show. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't. Um. Yeah, I mean, on paper, Dallas should be able to win this. They should. They've got they they've got um, another one of those players that that doesn't get as much respect as he should. And Jason Robertson, who had about 109 points this year, 40 goals, getting better and better every season. Um, they've got their captain in Jamie Ben. They've got Joel Joel uh, Joe Pavelski, who just doesn't seem to s- slow down, even though he's aging at a crazy rate. At the that the. the the age of 38, <laughs> but still put up 77 points. You've got Miro Heiskanen. You've got Rupe Hintz. You've got Tyler Sagan. Then you've got your young guys in a guy like Wyatt Johnson. You've got some uh, solid veterans in Ryan Suter, guys that have been there. You've got Canadian superstar Evgeny Dadnov. Right, you've got the, you've got it, and then you've got a young goalie in Jake Ottinger, who put up another good season, nine nineteen save percentage, five shutouts, two point three goal, two point three seven goals against average. I think they're a deeper team than Minnesota. However, Minnesota Wild, another one of those score by committee teams, and they are physical as old hell. They've got guys like Connor Dewar, Marcus Foligno. Ryan Reeves, Jacob Middleton, Matt Dumba, uh, Brandon Duhame, those kind of guys. And they're going to make it very, very difficult to play against if you're the Dallas Stars. Um, 
they and they've also got another very clutch player who doesn't get as much press as he should in Kirill Kripersov. And they also have a very, very underrated goaltender in Philip Gustafson, who has come out of nowhere and put up phenomenal numbers and really has made Marc-Andre Fleury more of a backup. I guess they've been doing a kind of a 1A, 1B this season. Uh, Fleury did get uh, a few more starts than Gustafson, but you can't argue the the numbers. Uh, putting up a 931 save percentage, three shutouts, and a two, uh, 2.10 goals against average uh, for a guy that came in that was supposed to be the backup. He should be the starter going into uh, going into the series, and he might be a guy that can uh, that can steal it for them. I think this is going to be a very close se- uh, series, and uh, I'm thinking it might even go to seven. And I'll and I'll but I'll say Dallas will uh, Dallas will get through this one in seven games. Um, I mean, honestly, Dallas really should win this series. They are the favorites. When you got Jamie Ben on the third line, yeah, I mean, okay, you're doing pretty good. Um, and they've got a solid defense. I mean, my God, Miro Heiskanen, uh, Essa Lindell. I think he's an underrated defenseman, but Jake Ottinger and net, I mean, one of the best young goalies in the league. It's hard to bet against them, especially with Robert, that top line with Robertson, but Minnesota, they, I don't know what it is. They just, they hang in. They, they find they ways to wind them out. Yeah. Yeah. They find ways. And, yeah. And that's what you that's what you need in the playoff series. Now, last year they matched up against their uh, their Achilles heel, the St. Louis Blues. I don't for whatever reason they just could not beat the Blues. All for the last two, three, four years, the Blues have owned Minnesota. Now they're up against Dallas, the team that used to be Minnesota. <laughs> now, now they're up against them, and like you mentioned, Kaprizov. He's a scoring machine, but it's that grit. You got Hart, uh, Hartman, uh, Godro uh, at center, uh, even Johansson, Marcus Johansson, a little bit of grit, Boldy. Then you go down, down. You got Marcus Foligno, Ryan Reeves. You, you just have that grittiness to their game, yeah. And I think that might be the difference. Yeah, they're kind of like the. Uh the Islanders of the West kind of one of yeah. those teams that just kind of hang in there can beat the piss out of you. And a lot of the guys, the ones that are the grittier ones are also the ones that score. Yeah, they can, they can, they can score. Yeah. Even a guy like so, Erickson, even a guy like Erickson Eck, one of those uh, yeah. um, underrated defensive players. Yeah. So if he's back from injury, Erickson Eck is your instant second line center. Should be your first. This is a guy who's co- who can score 30 goals as well. And right. he can shut down an, uh, an entire line. So if Eck is healthy and he can shut down that top line for the stars, then Minnesota's got this. Right. And I think that I think Minnesota's got this one in seven. Okay. It's gonna be a good series. It'll be a fun we can't one to say watch. no to. We can't. We can't bet against Bill Guerin. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we want him back on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that that does it for the West. Um. Any final thoughts? Okay. Um. 
couldn't be happier that Jordan Bennington and the St. Louis Blues aren't in the playoffs. I think that um, <laughs> I think that he's just like he has made that team for me uh, unwatchable. Uh, cheer against them any opportunity I have. And the thing is, like I like that team. I like Braden Shen. I liked when O'Reilly was there, etc. But I liked you know Colton Pareko, those kind of guys. But I just just he has made that team my like one of my least favorite teams. Just be just based on the fact that he's there. So couldn't be happier that they're out of the playoffs. And um the surprise for me, you know, the surprise omission was Calgary Flames. This is a team that a lot of people said, like, yep, this here's your cup contender coming out of the West. Look at the guys that they brought in. They brought in Kadri. They brought in who I thought was an overrated signing to begin with, but they brought in Kadri. They brought in Jonathan Huberdo that put up a massive, massive season with Florida. And uh, this season, disappointing first year, 55 points, who, yes, very good on uh, very good on any other team. But after you put up uh, 115 points last season and just signed a $10 million contract and you just put up over- underwhelming numbers, then, uh, yeah, some people are going to kind of question uh, what's going on there. But uh, excited for playoff hockey. It's too bad the Canadians aren't going to be involved into it, but we were obviously not surprised at that. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting, and I'm looking forward to uh, another show where we're going to talk about um, who's going to make it through these series. Uh, who's going to make uh, well, well a second round, a second round series. Yeah, that's that's going to be the next big push on the on this podcast. Uh, we still have a couple other shows coming. We're going to have our breakdown of the Canadian season. We'll break down and cry a little bit on that one. Um, <laughs> but because the Canadians are no longer in the, the playoff race or in the playoffs at all. Uh, and the fact that we were so busy, we're going to be knocking their show back to once a week. So uh, if anything pops up, through the week that's really big news maybe we'll we'll get a second show out there uh the the uh draft lotteries on the 8th of may hopefully we have some good news to talk about i'll even second a second overall be great um but for the most part through the summer it's going to be one one show a week uh we will be at the draft and we will be together at the draft and we'll probably put out some more content a little bit more often than once uh when we get uh, when we get out there but yeah that's that's where we're at now we're i'm going to be taking over as a chief of a department so that's going to be a lot of work for me you've got your your work going on treg's getting promoted and moving so he's he's pretty busy too so hopefully everything works out for uh the canadians this summer absolutely and a little bit of luck. Uh, and a little bit of luck. Uh, and for everyone who's still sticking with us and still listening, I want to thank you very, very much. I truly enjoy the interaction that we have on social media. I love the emails and the suggestions. Keep those coming. And remember, if you're talking about it, so are we. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. 
Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.